Welcome back to The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM, uh, the off, off-site edition for Jack, the second week in a row, Jack's room edition. aka my apartment bedroom. Um, we have some nice decor, at least, uh, to enjoy that you know none of our viewers can see because you, know, you can't see radio. Anyway, um, we're back with, of course, another edition of NFL Picks, which... We have a special guest joining us once again, as we do every week. Kenny, can you introduce our guest this week? Uh, yeah, we used to have our buddy Mike, uh, Nick Lawrence, who used to come on our show um, at least once a month uh, last year. And uh, we're joined by his father, uh, Ben, and he's actually a football coach himself. And he's here today to do our NFL picks. We promised him uh, last semester we'd bring him on, do some NFL picks. Uh, we're going to be picking you know, straight up, not against the spread, and you know, let's get into it. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Ben, thank you again for for joining us oh, this week. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. It's my pleasure. <laughs> so, I hear you're a football coach. What team? What team do you coach? The high school? Or are we? Yeah, yeah. I've been coaching high school for about twenty years now. Down here in South Florida, now I took a year off this year, you know. But nice. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. How is the? I I assume you guys are in the in season right now. Yeah, they're undefeated now. They just won their district for the first time in 15 years, and uh, they'll be hitting the playoffs soon enough. Wow. Nice. The team to beat. The team to beat. All right, well, hopefully uh, you can you can uh, defeat me and Kenny uh, and Peyton this week. Kenny has started to pick um, against his Houston Texans, so it's helped him a lot more. Um, there you go. But, yeah, I guess without, without further ado, we'll just go ahead and get – Right into it. Um, first game up. Uh, you know, we're actually going to be able to do something we normally can't do with football picks. We're able to pick the Thursday night football game because we're recording this on a Thursday. We usually record it on a Friday. Um, a riveting AFC matchup between the 3-5 and five Indianapolis Colts and the New York Jets at 2-5. and five. Um, Yeah, Ben, who you got in that one? Uh, I'm taking the Colts. Taking the Colts. The Jets got a new quarterback. Smartest thing they ever did, but you know what? There you go. Yeah, it's Mike White, right? He had the mm-hmm. he had the record recently for for what was it like? It was crazy debut. Yeah, mm-hmm. he had he blew everyone away with his with oh. his first performance. Yeah, nothing. Absolutely. See, Wentz get his head back on his shoulders. See what happens with him. But yeah, that that quarterback. Oh God, what's the guy they draft? The Jets drafted this year. Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. I told everybody it was a disaster. I'm like, watch this. I mean, it's going to be horrible. <laughs> yep. He knows ball. He knows ball. Yeah, I was also not confident in Zach Wilson. But Kenny Payton, who you guys got in that game? Um, I'm going to – I'll take the Colts in this one. Uh, you know what? Props to Mike White for last week's performance. Uh, you don't see young uh, QBs that are backups come in and just take as many chances as he did. So he plays fearless. And that's a good thing. Um, but the Colts are actually playing pretty decent right now. Uh, Carson Wentz did not have a good week last week. Um, but I still think the Colts do just enough to um, get this one done. I actually am picking the Jets if they wind up winning tonight. Uh, this is going to air after today, so no one can prove me wrong. <laughs> so he just took both teams. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to take the Colts on this one. I don't think the Jets, you know, I think last week they did take down the Bengals. The, they were the uh, leading in the AFC North. Yeah. Um, I think they were in first place in the conference in at that place, time. Yep, in the AFC. But I don't think they'll do it back-to-back weeks, especially in Indianapolis. I'm taking the Colts here. 
Yeah, I'm in agreement. Um, everyone, every unwritten fan knows how I feel about a one Colts running back. Camp that against him. He's having a good season. I'm going to also take the Colts for that one. Uh, next up, starting off with the Sunday games. First one is the New York Giants hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. Ben, who you got in that one? Oh, I'm going Raiders. Go Raiders. Uh, yeah, I don't think the Giants got too many problems. They can't, you know what I mean? They're a mess. They're in a train wreck as it is. So give me the Raiders in that one. But the Raiders are a mess too, but they're yeah. used to being a mess. So yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to actually agree. Despite the fact that um, the Raiders continue to just be an absolute circus show this year, uh, I really, I it seems like they're just used to it at this point. I mean, Derek Carr is having a phenomenal year. I really, I just don't see them dropping a game to, air quotes, Danny Dimes. Um, more like Dan, Danny Pennies. Uh, <sighs> go Raiders. Go Raiders. Okay. Yeah, like we said, you know, the Raiders are kind of used to this, you know, issues this year. It's be the first week without Henry Ruggs. Um, you know, a few weeks ago they lost their coach and they won the next week. So I, I think this is a team that's, you know, resilient. You know, get that win. And they're playing, you know, they're going into the, you know, they're going into New Jersey, taking on the Giants. A Giants team that's not very good, very beat up in the receiving core, and I'm going to take the Raiders here. I'm going to actually be a little bit different here. Um, you know, I, I do think all of you guys make good points. The Giants are kind of a train wreck, um, but, you know, I think as much as I guess this is against the grain for the Raiders being able to respond to issues of adversity, I'm going to, you know, say, you know, this is obviously a, an incident, one that's very serious, and I think that, you know, can can weigh on a team's mind when they're you know they see their teammate in the news and and you know with such a, a bad spotlight on him I think that might be play into a little bit of a distraction so I'm gonna actually get and and you know then going on the road and trying to play a game I think that can kind of take a toll so I'm actually gonna pick the Giants in this game um, obviously you know maybe we'll talk about it in the quick hit segment but just unfortunate what happened with the Raiders but yeah that's a bit of my reasoning um, moving on the next game. NFC South matchup, Saints hosting the Falcons. Ben, you're up first for that one. Who you got in that game? I'm going Saints all the way on that. I mean, they're short quarterback, but I think they still got a lot more to take care of it. The Falcons got too many issues. Um, Saints are still a strong team. Yeah, I mean, he makes a good point. The defense for the Saints, I mean, I don't think there's a unit that has surprised more in the league this year. I mean, that is just a legit group. Um they're just ben so. HC too. Their head coach is top. You know? That that's true. Uh, Sean Payton is never to be underestimated. I mean, if anyone can get the most out of Trevor Simeon starting, it would probably be him. Um, I'm I'm still I'm gonna take the Falcons here, just because I don't know. I think this is gonna be a close game. Uh, I just I, the Saints without Jameis, I have to see them play a full game before I'm ready to stay be confident that they can keep it up I'm actually going to take the Saints here um you know I think Trevor Simeon he's not you know we found out Trevor Simeon wasn't a starting quarterback when he was in uh with the Broncos in Denver a few years ago but you know in his game that he 
um, that he came in for Jameis last week. He was 16 for 29, 160-plus passing yards in the touchdown. He going up against a Falcons team that will be short of Calvin Ridley for the remainder of the season. Um, I think it will be a close one. Uh, like Peyton said, this Saints defense, you know, really surprised us. Um, they're not the same Saints defense that they were, you know, the last three years. One of the best in the league. You know, they were down a few players, and they're still, you know, locking up receivers. I'm going to take the Saints. Yeah, this is tricky. I mean, obviously, I think if it's a Jameis-led Saints, I'd, I'd be confident in, in the Saints getting this one done. You know, and I think in the same vein, if the Falcons had Calvin Ridley and the Saints don't have Jameis, I'd be confident the Falcons can get it done just because I think he's such a weapon when he's healthy. It's tricky. But, you know, I think the experience of Matt Ryan is going to outclass the somewhat mediocrity of Trevor Simeon for New Orleans. I think Sean Payton will do his best to help, um, you know, coach him through this game and however much, however long he's the starter moving forward. I'm not sure how long Winston's supposed to be out. But Winston's out the whole is he, year. Is he out the whole year? I, okay, that's what I thought. But I guess, you know, through the rest of this season then. But I think in the end, you know, the coach isn't, isn't the one throwing the passes. I think Matty Ice is going to get it done. I'm going to go... Atlanta in that game but that one's going to be an interesting one to watch next up don't know if this is going to be as interesting of a game to watch it is the Jaguars hosting the Buffalo Bills I think we can trust a consensus pick who we all got in that one yeah we're going with the Bills in that one <laughs> Bills Mafia yeah there's not a one double a team they can play up in Jacksonville so they got to uh <laughs> play an NFL team take the Bills do you think your uh your high school's team could uh maybe beat Jacksonville if they're you know, having a having a really on day. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, the big the big bet you want the big question you want to ask right now is if Herbert Meyer's gonna be there next. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's like. Yeah. What would you say? I don't think so. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I said this before the season. to Everybody, I said he's gonna have a rough time just because he did. He you got to realize when you're you're coaching Alabama, Ohio State, Florida, places like that. It's not fair, you know what I mean? You've got yeah. 130 guys, and they're better than everybody you play. You know what I'm saying? You get to the NFL, everybody's as good as everybody else, and you got a coach. That's the problem, you know what I mean? That's why he's gonna he's having such a rough time. He doesn't know, he, and you remember the quote he said, it's like playing Alabama every week. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. You don't have 130 guys who are better than everybody on the other sideline every week now. You know, those are those... Those are those, you know, I call them super coaches. You know what I mean? They they tell their guy who runs a four two run real fast, and they're you know five star quarterback. Throw that ball real far. See, I told them to do that. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, ball, guys. You know. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a over reliance on talent you can just have in college because the disparity is so great. Yeah, I I couldn't have said that any better. Yeah. I was like I was gonna say if you weren't if you were somehow not completely out on Urban Meyer even before the season started. That it's like playing Alabama every week, quote. Oh, How my gosh. How is that not enough yeah. for people? I, I don't see That raised working. so many red flags mm-hmm. for me. I was like, um, I still, yeah. I still can, I still believe Trevor Lawrence can be a very good quarterback, but I think they need to get him away from Urban Meyer as soon as possible. Oh, yeah. Or oh, he needs a new, he needs a change of scenery, one of the two. Mm-hmm. But he's going to get destroyed. Yeah, I don't think the current setup can succeed for anyone involved, um, so, yeah, I'm taking the Bills, who might very well be Super Bowl favorites right now. I'm going to be different here. No, you're not. I'm taking the Bills. Bills by a lot. 
Yeah, I'm taking the Bills too. Um, I've I've comped this Trevor Lawrence situation to what I've seen in the NBA with Zion, where I I worry that if they can't get him fitted in there, he's gonna wanna he's gonna start to want out. But I think they have a lot more time. I think if they get a new coach in there, they'll be they'll be they'll it'll it'll get better for him because I do think he's really talented. But the Bills are crushing the Jaguars. Uh, mm-hmm. Next up, big AFC North matchup: the Bengals hosting the Browns. Uh, who you got in that game in Cincinnati? Uh, I'm telling you right now, I've been bouncing back and forth all day on this one. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> uh, if Cleveland hadn't choked on the Jets, I mean, if Cincinnati hadn't choked on the Jets, I'd have been going with them straight up because Cleveland's got some serious locker room issues. But you know what I mean? It's just, oh, man. You know, Cincy's at home, but I, I'm like, I originally picked Cincy, but now. I'm going Cleveland, man. I'm thinking. I'm hoping they get their stuff back together. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna go the opposite way. I'm gonna say the Bengals have a bounce back week. I think that's just a bit of a fluky loss for them. Their defense has been good all year. That's exactly where I'm just dying, man. (laughs) Yeah. I could see the Browns like just playing inspired and like coming out and just shutting everyone up and winning this, but. I just I don't believe the Bengals team we saw last week is the real Bengals team. I think uh, the defense has a good bounce back. Um, as we said before, Odell Beckham has probably played his last snap in Cleveland. So yeah, hey, it's no fun if everybody picks the same team. So let's go. Yeah, yeah true. I'll take the Bengals. <laughs> y'all are mentioning you know y'all aren't mentioning this, but last week the Browns did lose. It was the first time with all three Odell, Jarvis Landry, and Baker on the field. Guess what all the Browns players did that night after they lost 15 to 10? They had a Halloween party. These guys mm. don't care. Give me the give me the Bengals. This you know this Browns team is sad. Um, I'm also gonna pick the Bengals. I go a little bit back and forth too, but I, I agree. I think the Odell situation is gonna be a problem, and it's also just I keep you know I've I've definitely not humbly bragged about the Jamar Chase pick working. I've been very happy about that, and so I just want to see it succeed some more. So I'm I'm gonna pick the Bengals. Um, and yeah, I think, I think they'll have enough to get it done, but we'll see. That's going to be an interesting game for sure. Yeah. Fair. Yes. I, we can always blame the jets. I I've, I've learned that as a, yeah, I've learned that as a life lesson. <laughs> all right. Next game up is the Panthers hosting the new England Patriots. Who we all got in that one. McCaffrey's still out, right? I think he's back this week. I don't know if he's back. I know he's practicing again, but I don't yeah. think he's playing. <laughs> Might be a game time decision, which will obviously. I know Donald, I'm pretty sure, still has a concussion. I don't think he's starting. So Is I, that P.J. Walker? I think then? it's P.J. Walker time. Yeah, we... yeah, I'll tell you what. I'm going Belichick. I'm going with the ads on this one. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to agree. Matt Jones is still a fraud. Facts. He doesn't throw deep. Yep, check down He's no Justin Fields whatsoever. Okay. But uh, I'm, I'm going to take the um, Patriots, but I do think they need to be careful. They got the XFL MVP coming into town. Yeah, uh, I think we I think we all know who Kenny's picking. He's in Carolina. It is. Um, you know, I think this whole week of NFL picks is, you know, a lot, there's a lot of tough games. There I think is. these two teams at full strength, it could be 50-50 on which way we're going. But, you know, Ooh. without um, without their star running back, you know, P.J. Walker, as much as I love the guy, you know, as much as I love his XFL performances, he's not looking good in the NFL. Um, I'm taking the Patriots here. You oh, know, 
They Boo! do. They do have some really. Uh, you Boo know, you! They do have some good losses this year. They lost to the Bucks by two. They lost to the Cowboys by six. But they also have some really weird, uh, some good wins. You know, they beat the Chargers by three. Uh, they blew out the Jets. Um, you know, they worked the Jets twice actually. You know, but they barely beat the Texans. It's a very fluky team. I think the Patriots do mix. Went from saying they have good wins to calling them fluky. No, <laughs> oh, I said they have good losses because they have losses oh, okay. against they have losses against good teams, but then they're fluky against bad teams. And yeah, I'm still going to take them here against you know a banged up uh, Carolina team. You know what? If Kenny's not going to stay on the PJ Walker hype train, <laughs> I will. I'm picking the Carolina Panthers. Fingers crossed that Christian McCaffrey comes back and plays. I think if he does, that'll obviously make a really big difference. Um, and you know what? If, if all P.J. Walker has to do is hand the ball off to Christian McCaffrey, he'll be just fine. I could, no I could see them winning. I mean, the Panthers' defense has been another t- uh, unit that's surprised yeah. this year. So maybe they make Max life miserable. I also just, you know, I want to be a little bit different. Not not go with full. Of course. The same uh, picks. But yeah, I'm going to go the Panthers in that one. All right, next game. The Denver Broncos going on the road to Dallas to face the Cowboys. Ben, who got that one? As much as it pains me, I got to say the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I have... hope Denver wins. I'll be honest with you. We need to win. I hate everything about Dallas, and I, you know what I mean. I wish them no good luck. And what, what I gotta, you know what? The number one rule to betting and making picks: you bet, you bet with your brain. Not with your heart. Very good. Very good advice. That's very, very good advice. Um, I'm going to have to agree. Uh, as much as I may hate it, the Cowboys are very legit. Uh, Dak's probably back this week, so that's an easy win. You agree, Kenny? Yeah, I think this one's pretty easy. Um, I'm going to take the Cowboys just straight up. Yeah, me too. Um, again, just retweeting the, you know, I hate it pains me to watch them be really good, but I can't not acknowledge how good they have been. Dak, get me a nice win in fantasy, please, and thank you. Next game, uh, up is the Ravens hosting the Vikings. Another interesting game in that one. Who we got? I'm going Balmer, as they say it. All right, uh, Minnesota's a hilarious organization to me. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. they're, yes. they're good, they're not great. You know what I mean? When they're good, they're not good. You know what I mean? Yes. When they're bad, they're not horribly bad. They're just always... Mediocre. You know, above mediocre. Yeah. You know? Uh, and uh, you're going into Baltimore, you know what I mean? It's like I said, that, that's a hard place to play. And, uh, like I said, I'm going I'm going with the Ravens on that one. Yeah, see, I told you. Uh, Baltimore is a football city, no matter what you say. Oh, they're named after a poet. It doesn't matter what they're named you after. you got to remember something about Baltimore, guys. The, the hardest thing about Baltimore is getting out of it alive. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> If you've never tr- been there before. I've never been to Baltimore. I don't have the desire to go. I've heard that. Uh, yeah, you're not missing much. Does it, if you got HBO Max, there's a show called The, the Wire. Wire. Yeah, that's oh. what I was going to say. The show about the wires there. Uh, that does yeah, not paint right. the city in a great way. Yeah. Um, that's my dad's like favorite show. He'll be happy that we just named Rock the Wire. Great show. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm going to take the Ravens as well. Kirktober is over, true. which does give way to Kirkvember. Oh my god. But I still think the uh I still think the Ravens are just too much. It was a pretty depressing uh Kirktober. Uh Kirk went 2 and 2, barely beat the Lions, barely lost to the Browns. 
Barely beat the Panthers and barely lost to the Cowboys. Didn't really go in his favor. He lost to a Cowboys team without Dak. Um, but it's over. I'm taking the team with the depressed fan base because they are named after the depressed poet Edgar Allan Poe. And they live in Baltimore. Go Ravens. Um, hey, if you were in Baltimore, you'd be depressed, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Not not showing Baltimore any love on the show. But we are picking them, so. Of course, yeah, no. I, I figured it was justified. I just, it's just, um, you know. But, yeah. I mean, we are picking their team to win. I am also picking Baltimore. Um, thank goodness Kirktober is over. I dislike Kirk Cousins. So I'm glad his month of triumph is it's done. November now. Don't care. Nope. I, I'll, I'll tell you right now with the uh, with the uh, Vikings when they played the Birds in the championship game a couple of years ago. I not only told everyone the Birds are going to win. I said he's going to throw a pick six. I guarantee it. And it happened. Yeah. I mean, there you go. You know what I mean? It's just you can see it a mile away with some of these guys. Yeah. I think that was Case Keenum. Got was it Case Keenum? Yeah, it was Ke- yeah, whoever it was. I don't care. Same thing. Kirktober yeah, told him the to throw the to pick. Uh, neither one, none of them are gonna. They're e- they're each gonna bring the same amount of titles to Kirktober's, Minnesota. It doesn't matter. Kirktober's luck ran out in 2011 when he was still in college. Um, <laughs> Sound bitter? Yeah, no, yeah, not at all. Um, but yeah, I'm also picking the Ravens in this game. I think they'll they should win that one pretty easily. Next one up is the Dolphins. And the Houston Texans, obviously, some interesting right. must maybe. Must not watch of the week. Yeah, maybe a must not watch of the week. Some interesting trade rumors maybe brewing up between those two. I mean, obviously now you know we'll have to wait, but they were brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, but who we got in that game this weekend? Um, go with the Dolphins. They're not as bad as everybody. They're they're bad, but they're not that bad. You know what I'm saying? If they put it all together and they get their heads back together, they could be a quality team. And you know what? It's down here in Miami, so. You know what I mean? The Texans are a train wreck, too. So I got, you know what I mean? But um, Miami is, like I said, I just think they got, Miami is a lot more going for it than the Texans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's where I'm going there. Um, Yeah, this is the Deshaun Bowl, man. Uh, I think an interesting stipulation, uh, the loser has to accept the winner's trade offer for Deshaun in the post. (laughs) Offseason? Yeah. I'm going to go... I do agree. I don't think the Dolphins are near as bad as they're showing. I still really actually think Brian Flores is a very good coach. It's just when it rains, it pours. Yeah. And I think it's going to keep pouring. I'm taking Tyrod Taylor in the Texans. Is he back? He is. Oh, okay. that makes it interesting. All right, Kenny. Are we going to go back? I'm going to shake it up. Going back to my team. I do have my Texans hat on right now. Um, you know, this is just, like I said, there's a lot of games this week that could go either way, and I feel like this one could go either way. I'm taking the Texans. You know, we haven't seen Terod Taylor since week two, and if he had com- completely played week two, they probably would have beat the Browns. And if he had played the last couple games, they probably would have four or five wins. I will stand by that. I think Terod Taylor like could turn this though. offense around. And, you know, they got Nico Collins back in the receiving core, Danny Mandola's there. Give me the, give me the oh, boy. Um, does, anybody, does anybody else want to get a hold of Deshaun Watson and just go, what is wrong with you? Very much so, yes. I mean, seriously, you're you're a multi-millionaire NFL quarterback and you're out here sexually assaulting people. I mean, That's honestly, true. dude, I mean, are you that pathetic a human being? Yeah, I mean, well said. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah, it's, kind of sets, it's, it's, it it's pretty disgraceful, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, I think... 
this is a game I think that could go either way with Terod Taylor back. Um, I am also actually going to pick the Dolphins, though. I, I, I haven't thought like two. I thought two has been fine this season, and I think the reasoning that's going to just have to push me over the edge, just because this is such a fifty-fifty game, is I can't bet against my fellow left-handed quarterbacks. So, um, I'm going with I'm going with the Dolphins in that one. Next game up. Jim Zorn fan club. <laughs> yeah. Let's go lefties. Yeah, lefty quarterbacks. We love them. Kurt Warner, legend. Um, next game up is the Chargers going on the road to Philly to face the Eagles. Who we got in that one? Pains me, man. It pains me, but I got to use my head. I'm taking the Chargers. I'm going to win either way on this one. I just want everybody to know that. My bracket got to <laughs> taking the Chargers over my birds, but I got no faith in Sirianni, so it's just here we go. Fair enough. And, you know, for him to have two good – number one, you can't play the Lions every week. You know what I mean? So eventually, you got to play. You got to beat good teams, and this guy Sirianni's just a mess. So I don't know what he's doing. You know, my biggest question with that that coaching hire is you you, you fired Peterson, right? Mm-hmm. You fired him. You didn't want him in there, so you hire somebody out of his coaching tree and expect something better to happen. That's what I can't figure that out to save my life. You know, the, yeah. the guy works for Reich who worked work for you. I'm like, you, what do you think you're getting? I don't, but whatever. You know, I'll be here all night. <laughs> I could be here all night. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I think Nick Sirianni, he's not really good for anything other than a funny quote. Um, he seems to be in way over his head. I still don't believe in Jalen Hurts. Uh, it, nope. I really, I don't think he is someone you can win a Super Bowl with. Um, yeah. They've had some moments. Yeah, I don't really think he has the arm. He's very, very – he's very gifted uh, mobility-wise. Um, he's he's decent enough. Uh, I'm going to tell you exactly who he is. You, you ready for this one? Yes. He's, he's Wilson Light. Wilson Light. Who's Wilson Light? Russell, like Russell Wilson? Oh, Russell duh. Wilson I'm Light, dumb. Man. That's what he is. He does. You know, he plays like him, but he ain't got it like him. Yeah. You know I mean? That actually is a very good That's comp. a good comp. They're both – about equal mobility wise, I'd say, but Russ is ten times better. Uh, Russ doesn't. It, oh, he, uh, Jalen didn't have that badger arm. Time and time again, Russell Wilson's one of the best quarterbacks in the league for no other reason than the guy throws the ball away and he he go, runs out of bounds or he, he he goes down. He doesn't get hit. So you know, what I mean, that's why he's in there so long. You know, and he plays well. He reads his receivers. It's not there. Throw the ball away. If not, go down, man. Yeah. He gets sacked and he doesn't get hit. That's yeah, f- very true. I have to. I'm gonna agree with that. Uh, I'm still taking the Chargers, um, but I wouldn't be. I, it really, it's like a Jekyll and Hyde routine with the Eagles. It seems like. Yeah. Kenny. Yeah, I you know the the Chargers like coming into the you know first couple of games like oh this is a really good team you know this this team's gonna you know probably win the AFC West if the Chiefs you know continue to stink it up. And they lost, you know, back-to-back games against the Ravens, where they just got pummeled, and then they barely lost to the Patriots at home, which is also an away game for them, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> playing, um, they're gonna roll into, you know, Philly. You know, Philadelphia has a great fan base for football, and you know they'll be used to it. You know, Chargers are used to playing in, you know, this away uh, environment. Atmosphere. They're play- not playing against, you know, a great offense. I'm gonna take the Chargers here. Yeah, you also got to realize those fans are great. They start playing like trash, then they're going to be on the Chargers. So, you know, they'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to keep the parody here, too. I think uh, 
Justin Herbert has been very solid, uh, as I like to call him. I was so, I'm somebody who you know it's, it's uh, Kenny Payton. No, is very much on the Jalen Hurts hype train. I I was I was trying to you know make an argument for him for a while, but yeah, I think it's just the Wilson the Wilson light comp is very a very very good very one. Um, I do think that's a good point about Russell Wilson. I think like the fact he's been so mobile and been able to stay so healthy all year has been or like over his career has been pretty impressive obviously this season with his finger but um yeah i'm gonna take the chargers too i think they're just they're just better than the eagles i think they're gonna get it done um this time out next game up is a very very interesting one um rematch of a game back in 2019 is the kansas city chiefs who kenny just mentioned hosting the green bay packers who obviously be without aaron Rodgers due to him having COVID. Uh, who we got in that one? Yeah, he's out, right? He, I mean, he's out, out. out the game, yeah. or can he come back beforehand? No, he's out. Know. He is out. All right, do it. I'm going Kansas City then at home. Got to do it. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I hope they get the stuff back together. They had the, you know, they had the, you know, the players to do it. You know, Andy Reid, one of the best coaches, he'll get their heads back together. But, you know, I trust him more than anything to get that team back on track. They're playing at home. They're playing at Green Bay team without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, everything's in their favor right now. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. Uh, no Rodgers, no chance. Uh, I really, really hope the Chiefs make uh, Jordan Love just look terrible. I really, that would make me quite the happy man. Um, so, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. I don't think this team is going to be relatively close. Yeah, the Chiefs are a team, like, over the last three years have been pretty dominant. You know, they're pretty shaky to start off this year. And it's not a team, like, the last three years that you really – there's not really a reason to really hate Patrick Mahomes, you know, the last couple of years. Now, you know, he's just doing all these flashy plays. And he's making mistakes on his own. Yeah. Making mistakes that shouldn't be happening. He's going up against, you know, good Packers team. They've lost one game. It was in week one against the Saints. Uh, they've won seven in a row since. You know, like you said, there won't be Aaron Rodgers. He won't be there. Um, but the Pat, or the Chiefs traded for Melvin Ingram, you know, put on that defensive side of the ball. Um, I'm thinking the Chiefs bounce back here. You know, they did uh, take down the Giants last week. But this is a better competition. You know, this is a better way to turn your season around. They'll take down the Packers. Yeah, I'm not sure who else is back or if anyone else is back for the Packers. They were missing some players on the defensive side of the ball. La- uh, last game out against the Cardinals, and they still found a way to win there. But yeah, without Aaron Rodgers, I think the State Farm Bowl this year will go to the Kansas City Chiefs representative Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think he'll he'll figure it out this game. They're in front of their home crowd. I think they'll have enough to get it done. Uh, next game up. Speaking of the Arizona Cardinals, the Packers just played last week. They are going on the road to San Francisco to face the 49ers. Who we got in that game? I'll tell you what, man. I, I I watched Arizona for a full game when you know when uh, my tight end gets traded over there. I don't blame him. I get that one, but you know what I mean. I was watching Arizona. I could not believe how fast and athletic those guys were on Arizona's team, man. I was watching. That's the NFL, and I'm like, wow. So I mean, I'm I'm going to Arizona, going into San Francisco. I'll be honest with you. I think we get it back on track. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna agree. I think Arizona. Uh, they're going to be – obviously, it's dis- disappointing the way they lost against uh, Green Bay. They very easily could have won it. Um, but the 49ers, to me, congrats on beating up on the Bears. I don't really care. That doesn't do anything for me. Very easy pick here. I'm going with the Cardinals. The Cardinals – I mean, we'll 
49ers will have George Kittle back this week. Um, I don't really think that changes it all that much. I think the uh, Cardinals offense is really talented. There's a lot of tools there uh, for Kyler Murray, you know, dual threat quarterback as well. Um, I'm taking the Cardinals. Um, yeah, I, I think you all said it best. I, I really like, I admire the Cardinals. I know it can kind of make or break them in games because of their, you know, they choose to take a lot of risky chances and like, you know, go for big plays, but I think it's going to keep paying off for them. I do think they bounce back and get the dub. I'm also going to pick Arizona. We've had a lot of parody now. We'll see if it gets shaken up with the evening, uh, the night games. Uh, first one on Sunday night is the Los Angeles Rams against the Tennessee Titans, who have obviously been a pretty gritty team, although Derrick Henry, I believe, is out for this game. Um, yep. He's out a few weeks. So with that said, who we got in that gun? Well, I mean, I don't think any question the Rams at home. I mean, Tennessee, to win the ball, with Derrick Henry out with Tennessee, their quarterback has to win the game for him. That ain't going to happen. If the yeah. Rams, you know what I mean? Or, and I don't know who else it's going to happen with, but still – the injuries they've had and, you know, going into L.A. with the Ram, that strong Rams team, that, you know, there's no question. I think Rams. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams as well. Uh, this is an interesting matchup. Uh, I am starting to come around on Tennessee, but to me right now, the Rams easily are like a top three team in the NFC right now. Um, probably top one, to be honest, but uh, – yeah, I believe in Matt Stafford. I think the Rams are full steam ahead right now. It's going to be tough for me to pick against them the rest of the year. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, you know, like you said, that whole offense, you know, that's Derrick Henry. You know, that you know Derrick Henry runs that offense practically. And without him, you know, what are you going to do against this, re- you know, this Rams defense that picked up Von Miller? You know, they've gotten better. And they have a great offense, a lot of receiving, and taking the Rams. I was about to mention, is Von Miller able to play in this game? Uh, I think he is. If he's allowed to play in this game, I pity poor Ryan Tannehill. Um, Yeah, that defense, I think, is even more ridiculous with the addition of Von Miller. I think the Rams get this one pretty easily. No Derrick Henry to steamroll through those guys, I think. It's going to hurt him and get him in trouble. Um... Final game of the week, uh, the Monday Nighter. The Steelers hosting Peyton's Chicago Bears. I believe I heard a stat today um, that the Steelers haven't lost a Monday night game in like 15-odd years or something like that. So um, are the Bears going to break that streak? No. (laughs) I'm going with the Yinzers at home on Monday night. Going with the Steelers. Peyton? Um... Agree? This is probably the closest I've actually come to picking the Bears this year. I'm pretty sure I picked them to go 0 and 8, uh, and I'm still picking them to go 0 and 9 because oh I just boy. don't think I think this is probably going to be a game the Bears just get absolutely destroyed by Najee Harris. If you have Najee Harris, that's a must start. Uh, the Bears' defense against the run game has been pitiful this year, and now Khalil Mack is out. He's their best run defender. It's going to get ugly. I think Justin Fields does have a better game than people expect against this pretty good defense the Steelers have, but I don't think he does enough to overcome uh, the rest of the team. Yeah, you know, the Steelers don't really have a quarterback. Um, I don't think their offense is all that great. You know, there's going to be a lot of run attack, like Peyton said. Um, I, I kind of want to take the Bears here. Um, I do think Justin Fields, you know, could 
do something against the uh, Steelers secondary, but that pass rush for um, Pittsburgh is pretty good, and I'm taking the Steelers here. All right, well, just because, you know, I'll be a little bit different for the last game, I'll pick the Bears. Justin Fields has a breakout game, yeah. and they find a way to somehow stop Najee Harris enough to where it isn't completely terrible. I will pick the Bears as well. Um, yeah, I mean, that'll just about do it for NFL picks. Ben, thank you so much for joining the show again. We'll have Thanks to have you on. Me. Anytime you need anything, let me know. Of course, yeah, we'll have to have you on again thank sometime you. soon. Good luck to your team in the playoffs. We're rooting for them. And, uh, yeah, we hope everyone enjoyed, and take care. I am unwritten. That was awful. I can't sing. Some, some, y'all, say some, sing something. Can't you did last time. Mind. There you go. I'm undefined. All right, we're back. I'm just beginning. We're back with the unwritten rule. Um, Pens in my hand. The unwritten rule. Uh, uh, what was it? Offset, offsite edition. We're, um, uh, Jack, we're in Jack's we're in, we're in my apartment in the rise. Jackbox, if you will. You're not, this is, I guess we, well. This is a Jackbox. You technically don't have to be Staring. FCC. <laughs> At the oh, so we're just it up. I no, 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 no. Beep, beep, um, but yeah, we're still bringing you the unwritten rule. We hope everyone enjoyed the first offsite edition. We hope this will be the last one. We're assuming it will be. Should be the last one. Oh, if it will be the last one, then we should be back in the studio where I can have better control over what Kenny and Peyton can say because I can mute them. But yeah. You can't control me. Um, we're just going to dive into a couple things. Um, first off, I do want to real quickly shout out the Mizzou Georgia game. It's this weekend. You can listen to it on KBIA, not KCOU, because KCOU is still broken. So um, I only say that because one unwritten rule member will be calling that game on Saturday morning. Um, I, along with Zach Berman, who's a KCOU member, will be on that call. So if you want the best call of the Georgia Mizzou game, listen to KBIA. Are you guys excited for that game at all? No. I mean, I'm not well, really either. I'm excited to go to Georgia and be in that atmosphere, but I'm not very excited about Mizzou's chances. I mean, I, I have no expectations, so if um, Mizzou even keeps... Like, I'm hoping Mizzou can just cover. I think they can cover here. Uh, they're favored to lose by 38, and I really think they can keep it closer than that. Dude, I... I really think that. I don't know. Georgia have one guy back named Darnell Washington, who is a tight end for them. They lost literally like 20 minutes ago. Um, their sack leader for the year. Uh, Did he's they? He's out for the game because Ooh, he um, was accused of rape, and uh, they are suspending him from the team. Oh my goodness. So I did not know that. He's not playing. Um, that... From a football standpoint, obviously, I'm not going to yeah. go into all that. That was literally just broken. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, from a just a football standpoint, I mean, Mizzou's O-line has been a big weakness this year, so hopefully that helps alleviate some pressure there. Um, Darnell Washington is a 6'7", like 240 tight end. Who... Look, look, we're going to give up a million That's points. That's a matchup nightmare. They're going to give up a million points, probably. But... Look on the bright side. Stetson Bennett is still likely the starter for this game because for whatever reason they're just not playing JT Daniels. Stetson Bennett's been very good in uh, what I've watched him. I think he's been uh, solid. I mean I mean Zamir White I really don't think is that upper tier of running back that Mizzou has faced this year. I don't yeah. think they can get any worse than having to play Isaiah Spiller. Yeah. Um 
So I don't really think they'll get run. They'll get run all over, but they don't. They won't like get record broken or anything by Zamir sure. White. Um, Mizzou loses this game easy, uh, regardless of at, of who's at QB. Uh, Connor Basilek is questionable. Um, Macon and Cook uh, Drinkwitz has not said who would start. Personally, I would not throw. I have less hope that Cook is the future of the team. So I just throw Cook in there to get eaten alive, honestly. Yeah, you don't um, want to shake Maiden's yeah, confidence or get, him, or get him hurt. True freshman that they have not let thrown a meaningful pass yet this year. Well, and he can only play one more game or he'll lose his red shirt, which I think is another worry. No, because have. he's played in two this year, right? Yeah, you can play you in can four. You can play in four. And keep it? And keep so it. you can play two more. Yeah, he can play two so, more. But you, you might want to save those for if they're winning by yeah. a lot and you're actually going to let him throw or something. I do think, I just think Basilak's going to wind up playing, yeah. honestly. But if he doesn't, I think it turns out to be Cook. Doesn't matter. Harrison I think, Mavis will be the only player putting any points yeah. on the board for Mizzou. Uh going to have a tough time getting going because the O-line is probably just going to be Swiss cheese. Um, so I'm going to take... Georgia. It's, their leading sack leader is that. Who was it? Uh, Adam Anderson. Oh, like okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's not playing. Um, I didn't know if it was him or Nicobe Dean. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not him. Um, I'm going to take Georgia 45 10. Um, well, you, you said there are some good things coming out of this game. Uh, blooper. The mascot for the Braves will be at the game. That's one good thing. Oh, yeah. Um, another good thing is that Jack will be there. Um, true. That's it. Uh, I don't even know if Mizzou will score. I'm the best touchdown. part of the Mizzou football game. That's kind of kind of many? How many like garbage time touchdowns is Mizzou going to score? Probably one. Maybe they'll throw me in there. I'll, I'll take 52-7. They just need to score enough to backdoor cover this. That's 50, all I care 52, about. 52-7. I'm going to go... 63 to 9 and Harrison Mevis makes 350 plus yard field goals. Um I don't think they get wins, to 60 in this. And he wins the uh uh what is it? What's the kicker award? Uh the Lou Groza. Lou Groza award in this game. Yeah. That's my optimistic prediction. If I can call a Harrison Mevis field goal on Saturday, I will lose my mind. I'll be very excited. Um yeah, then we'll dive into quick hits. Um First one, the World Series, objectively or subjectively for Kenny, a little bit of a sore subject. The Astros obviously lost in the World Series. The Atlanta Braves are your World Series champs. Um, what do you guys think of the series in general? And are you excited a little bit? I know Kenny probably isn't to see Atlanta lift the trophy. Freddie Freeman, after 15 years in the organization, he finally has himself a chip. Mm-hmm. That I'm was ha- kind of cool to see. Yeah, I'm happy for Freddie Freeman and Ron Washington in particular. Uh, and of course, uh, Jock Peterson for my narratives. Uh, he is better than Kyle Schwarber. He has the rings to prove it now. Um, I felt bad for Kenny though. I was going for the Sorry, Astros Kenny. this series. I was too. Uh, but it just it, uh, sometimes you run into a team that just is red hot, and yeah. that's what happened with the Braves. Got hot at the and, right time. Yeah, I mean Bregman and Alvarez they couldn't get going in the series took a little too long for Correa and Altuve to start being productive. Kyle Tucker, just, he never had, like, a big, big moment in the series. Hey, he's the future, though. No, he is. Trust. But, um, yeah, it's just, it was kind of a perfect storm for the Astros to lose the series. I still, whether Correa comes back or not, I still believe the Astros will be back in the playoffs next year. Um, so, yeah. I don't really think the future is super bleak in Houston. 
Yeah, you know, the window isn't closing. Um, even if you lose Correa, the Astros still have the second best odds to win the World Series next year by win bet. Um, and I'm t- you know, I think I don't think the window is closed either. There's a lot of Astros fans that are just upset, you know, that they didn't win this year. And, you know, I feel like it's you have every right to be upset. You know, this is a great team, great lineup, one of like, the best lineups, you know, in the history of baseball. The 2019 team was the best Astros team of all time and still lost. You know, this you ran into a Braves team, a team that wasn't 500 until August. You know, like yeah. you said, baseball, anyone can win. Get hot at the right time. Get hot at the right time. It's not like in football we had the two best teams in the Super Bowl last year. This, these weren't the two best teams in baseball this year. Right. Um, you know, that would have been the Rays and Giants? the Giants because it's best records. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the Giants, they did both, all three of those teams didn't even make it to the CS. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, th- this team, the window isn't closing. You know, they can still try to get Korea. We're not probably not going to see that. The owner, Jim Crane, not used to putting in a lot of money on players, and I don't know how much he'll actually do that for Correa. But there's a lot of guys in that minor league system. Uh, Jeremy Pena, Pedro Leon, Corey Lee, a lot of guys that... Jose Siri? Jose Siri, he's probably going to be on the major league roster from now on. I don't know. He still has another option year, so he can be in the minors. Um, but, you know, this is a good team. There's a lot of young guys, a lot of guys still under team control that people don't know about. There's only, like, three teams, three guys actually on the roster right now from the 2017 team. So, oh. four, four. So, yeah. Just think about it like that. You know, this team is still good, and they've only had four guys from the last yeah, time. They've managed to stay at the top. Yeah. I can respect it. Um, fun fact. Uh, apparently, because of this Braves World Series win, it has destined the Dallas Cowboys to win the Super Bowl because uh, the last time the Bucks won the finals, the Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl, and the last time the Braves won a World Series, the Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl, and now they've both won championships in the same year. So, Cowboys, you got to keep the narrative going. Speaking of football... Let's talk about Odell Beckham Jr. Um, what's up with Odell Beckham Jr. and why is his dad annoying? You know, if Odell really wanted all this to not be true and he, you know, wanted to stay with the Browns and none of this, you know, drama would have happened, he would have told his dad to stop. He didn't. Uh, it was as simple as that. You know, there's no reason for him to be in Cleveland anymore. This might as well just cut him. You know, there's going to be teams that are interested. You know, Saints are interested. He's one of the teams. Um, they're going to be without Michael Thomas for this year. Slight boys so, out. If they're going to try to push for, a, you know, the playoffs, might as well go after OBJ once he's released. But I'm still confused why he's still with the Browns. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he's going to be in Cleveland much longer, which uh, I agree. His punishment should uh, have to be signing with the Bears on a cheap deal uh, <sighs> to give Justin Fields more help. Uh, but, no, I agree with you guys. I mean, he's very clearly become disillusioned with Cleveland, and I think Cleveland is – kind of become just sort of disillusioned right back. I mean, I can understand it from both sides. Baker isn't getting the ball at all, um, so I can understand his frustrations there. But at the same time, you can't be having your dad uh, ripping on the quarterback publicly. I was going to say, what exactly did he say? uh, He just posted a video of all the times uh, Odell was open and wasn't getting the ball, which is a direct shot at Baker. And if the Browns truly believe Baker is their guy for the future as well, um, which is a different debate entirely, uh, they kind of can't have that anymore. It seems like that situation's kind of beyond repair. They've been talking with his agent about his future. He's probably never playing a snap again for Cleveland. Yeah. Um, is it fair to say he's kind of a diva, Odell? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, this one, I don't really blame too much on him specifically okay i can understand like i said i can understand him 
he's a star receiver. He's healthy again. And they're not really, like, doing anything with him offensively. Yeah. So, I cannot... And it wasn't him that posted the highlights. Um, it was his dad. Um, he was, in, to his credit, fully prepared to go to practice the other day, but they held him out. So, okay, I think it's enough. just a situation... I don't... I'm not going to say he's not a diva because... This there's been antics well, there's in the, the past. Whole, yeah, there's all Josh Norman. Yeah, thing. the Josh I mean, Norman was... thing, just the kicking that thing. Yeah, there's been things like that in the past that can justifiably label him, give him that diva mantra. But this one, I think, is just kind of a perfect storm of everyone kind of is ready to move on. All right, uh, and then our last unwritten quick hit also concerns a football player, a one quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. We mentioned. Um, yeah, he's not vaccinated. It's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is not playing this week against the Kansas City Chiefs uh, due to having COVID. He is he he uh, will be out. Uh, I have a theory that he was hanging out with Chris Middleton of the Bucks, who also is out with COVID. Yeah, um, that's my theory. But uh, yeah, he. Uh, it was revealed that he actually does not have the vaccine. Nope. There is a clip of him when he was asked, "Did you get vaccinated for COVID?" He said. Quote, yes, I'm immu- immunized, immunized, which is not vaccinated. Which is not vaccinated. Um, and so an interesting thing, uh, you know, to kind of come to light, how he kind of schemed his way out of admitting he wasn't vaccinated and now has COVID. Um, you know, what do you make of this situation? Are you surprised? Are you just disappointed? Or, or I guess, you know, what? what's oh, your thought? What are your thoughts? I, I've been waiting for something like this for too long. Goody two-shoes, Aaron Rodgers... Oh, man, COVID was saying to him, I own you! I still own you! (laughs) Your little herbal tea treatment or whatever you did in Canada didn't work. You're an anti-vax lunatic who's married to probably another anti-vax lunatic. Are they married now? They're fiancé and fiancé. I don't know. Um, It doesn't matter. If this situation doesn't prove to everyone that Aaron Rodgers is a loser... An absolute jerk, a waste of a human being. Oh. I don't know what will. He is just a jerk. I mean, he just deliberately he know what he knew what he was doing when he was like, Yeah, I'm yeah. immunized, and then didn't wear masks. The NFL has considered him anti vax the whole time. Yeah. Um, and he still was treating it like, Oh, I'm completely fine. I'm immune to COVID. I'll never get it. I took herbal voodoo tea in Canada. <laughs> I'll never catch COVID. Look at me. I'm frolicking along around the sidelines with no mask. Hi, Matt LaFleur. Hi, other teammates. Uh, it doesn't matter. This was blatantly irresponsible from him. It is a loser move to even sort of lead people to think that you're vaccinated yeah. when it turns out you're not at all. Um, yeah, I'm very glad people are starting to see this. Yeah, you know, I as a you know a football fan, I really look up to Aaron Rodgers. You know, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been in talks with my family for five years now. You know, like I they know I go to college. I don't talk to them. Right. You were you're texting around. your mom two minutes ago. Yeah, it's a joke, Peyton. Um, you know, we'll th- we'll this see just... how Mama Van Doren treats it. Treats it. Yeah. Okay. You know, this the list just keeps going on and on for Aaron Rodgers. This guy doesn't talk to his family. You know, he bounces around women. Um, like he's a tennis ball on a, on a tennis court. You know, this guy's, this guy's wow. nuts. And 
just the fact that people still like him is beyond me. Like, it's just, there's so many, like, just blatant reasons. Like, oh, well, you know, I live in Green Bay, so I practically pay the guy. Like, I, I own this team. So, you know, shut yeah. up. Shut up. Aaron that Rodgers sucks. a good sucks. impression of people from Green mm-hmm. Bay. Aaron Rodgers sucks, and you should not be a fan of him. He's a loser. Yeah. There. I will, I will, you know, I will come to the defense of most Packers fans here. Most Packers fans, at least that I know, don't like him uh, anymore, really. So I will, I will come to their defense. But yeah, I agree. I think it's just like it's another nail in the coffin that is his character. Um, I have a theory though. I think this all goes back to one thing: one organization, one company that I think is at the root of all of his shenanigans. That's State Farm. I think State Farm is responsible for Aaron Rodgers' his, his behavior, his his antics. I think I think it feeds into the, the, the narrative that can make more goofy commercials and, and get more revenue. I don't I, I'll have to do some more research and maybe I'll write a brief, but I'm watching you, State Farm. I've seen those <laughs> weird commercials where he plays like some up and coming rock star. I think I think he may be brainwashed. I think State Farm may be brainwashed Aaron Rodgers. He's just insane. Yeah, but he could be insane because of State Farm. Eh. <laughs> Whatever the case, uh, he's a loser. Yeah. So There were there were uh, t-shirts going around our university's campus with Aaron Rodgers' face on them. Shows what they must think of Thank COVID. goodness I never saw them. You didn't see that? I would have ripped them in You head. saw them? Yeah, they were awesome. Must it means what our university really thinks one about one. COVID. They were awesome. I really wanted one with Jackson Mahomes' face on it. Oh, yeah. They had Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes' face, t-shirts for free today that you could earn. But, yeah, a whole mess. It's a whole mess. And, yeah, not surprised but disappointed. Um, and Packers fans will be disappointed, too, because they're having a good year. Now they're stuck with Jordan Love or maybe Blake Bortles. What would Blake Bortles rather do than play football? What? Rip cigs on the construction site. <laughs> That's a great show, guys. See you Why next you week. Say, why'd you say that? Because he said that to oh, a, a reporter once. He said, so what would you be doing if you weren't playing football? Ripping cigs on the construction site? All right. Well, when next you catch Kenny, he'll be ripping cigs on the construction site because this is actually his last show. He's getting fired uh, for... Hey! Fired! For... Uh, Bursting a pipe in the KCOU studio that caused it to flood. You heard it here first, folks. Um, yeah, that'll do it for us for another episode of The Unwritten Rule. Hopefully we'll be back in the studio next week. Um, the audio quality will probably be better. My chair won't be squeaking and getting caught by the voice memo. But mm-hmm. you guys don't even have any last words? There's a lot of talk in this country about oh left wing and right wing. You said this. But you know what, everybody? Birds need two wings to fly. <laughs> Your turn. Ow! Your turn. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.